Hey everybody, it's your GM Griff here. And at the top of this episode, I just wanted to make a couple of announcements. So we have some kind of big news. I mean, we're about to hit our one year anniversary as a podcast. And now it's a couple weeks before that. And we've hit 50,000 downloads, which is amazing. Thank you listeners so, so much because we can barely believe it or contain ourselves. And because of that, we're going to be doing a big ass giveaway to commemorate 50k downloads to commemorate a year as a podcast. I'm not going to tell you the details about that up top. Just know there's going to be a lot of dice, some koozies, some other good swag coming your way. You can look for the details of that on our discord or on any of our social media. We'll be posting it around once we have the absolute announcement finished. On top of that, because some of you are so dang generous and we love you so much for it, we just met our merch goal. So we're launching a merch store. If you want to buy merch, head to our merch store. You can find it on our website. We'll probably be shouting that on social media as well. And would love if you check it out. We have some hideous laughter shirts, some team slurp shirts, team no slurp shirts, the works. So please check that out. We would, uh, we would love to hear about folks wearing some of our swag. That would be amazing. But that's all I'll give you up top. Without further ado, here's episode 53, Doggy Day Scare. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 53, the first recording we're doing post-Gen Con. And I, uh, I felt better. I felt better about having to drink again two days after Gen Con. That's putting it lightly. I don't know how we made it out. Nope. <laughs> it's real touch and go. And by touch, I mean touching every rest stop on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we joke, but yeah. So just think of the best four days in gaming. The first two of them I spent blasted drunk. And then the back half of them I just spent blasting up toilets. <laughs> I mean, at least we didn't uh, check. Or uh, say these very loud jokes, exact same jokes, in fact, at a very fancy restaurant on <laughs> Sunday morning. Oh, uh, boy. Yep. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> uh, speaking of that sound, Steve, what you drinking, dude? I don't know how that works, but... Um, the thing I love about Gen Con is that it was a very good opportunity for us to get to know some of the fans that we've been um, texting back and forth with on all our social media and, and interacting with. And two of these folks we were able to meet in person were our friends, Mary Grace and her husband slash fiance, boyfriend, I'm not sure. Brandon. 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 Yeah, well, I, I knew his name. I just didn't know what the relationship oh, they're was. They're married. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, congratulations, guys. I probably knew that. <laughs> But uh, I was on the liquor this weekend. This beer is O'Fallon. It's the Show Me beer. I've had this before on the show. Uh, it's an amber lager, um, and I'm drinking it again because it has a very pretty woman on there, and I like that. Nice. How is it? 
does the work, man. It is tasty beer. But speaking of a very pretty woman, Brooks, what you drinking, buddy? Ah, you're too kind. Uh, a lot of a lot of fans call me sexy, uh, cute, amazing. Uh, it's beautiful. funny. I, I might've just yeah. been a little drunk at the meetup, but I don't think I heard that at all. <laughs> at you. I hear those things every day. So, well, your number one fan, your wife maybe says those things. Yeah. I was whispering to him the whole time. So he thought everybody loved him. So you a- were just telling him people were saying that to you <laughs> behind his back. You were like, Oh, so-and-so called you really cute. And Brooks was like, he'd blush a little bit. Well, I mean, I guess this did happen at the con, but normally it's just the voices in my head that do that. But I am drinking the Shalafli. The Shalafli what? Uh, summer lager. Okay. A good summer beer. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the queen of voices in their head, Haley, what you drinking? I am drinking a uh, Dark and Stormy, which is the Patreon voted on drink for the week. Uh, well, actually, there's a three-way tie um, between a lot of things. So, I picked... <laughs> Was one of them Grandma's ashtray? Uh, no, the okay. world will never know. Who knows, Emily? Don't fucking say anything. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> She just <laughs> scooted back from that microphone. Like <laughs> People trying to weasel their way out of the ashtray. Yep. No, I am. Uh, we'd have to buy so many ingredients. And also it's right after Gen Con. Speaking of the queen of buying so many ingredients for her drinks. Emily, what you drinking? This week I have a lovely strawberry cake pastry sour from jason it's from pulpit rock and it is absolutely amazing yeah she yeah she had a few of these at gen con and we all tried it i was floored by this beer yeah that one blew me away it was incredible it's very full i forget if you hear me on the next zone of truth raving about this beer I think so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The other ones he brought were good, but that was, that's something else. That's like pure dessert. We rolled into that zone of truth pretty hot. We were raving about a lot of things. (laughs) Speaking about Raven, I'm drinking a cast iron oatmeal Brown from four hands brewing. And again, from our friends, Mary Grace and Brandon. Thank you guys. This beer. Well, let's, let's try it. Oh, that tastes a lot like redemption, which they'll be the only two that understand what that sounds like. Nope. I got that one. I mean, the only two listeners, you don't listen to our podcast. Hey, (laughs) so guys, we had a lot of fun this weekend and I'm ready to have a lot of fun playing again because well, we, we had some stuff happen. We had a lot of investigation happen last episode and this time before we get to investigating the biggest thing that's going to happen this episode is me in the finals of the patreon dice rolling versus your reigning champion two-time champ here we go 12 natural 18 son of a bitch i got him i got him oh i knew it was gonna be a punch out both both double digit numbers shit here it is so steve you're drinking something next week uh it doesn't have to be a liquor drink because you didn't roll a one Mm -hmm. but uh 
Save the next one for me. I mean, the next one after that. Nobody has to roll. Put the ashtray on the list. Yes. All right, everybody, vote for the ashtray. It's gonna. By the time they hear it, it's going to be too late, I think. <laughs> it's going to be too late. Yeah, definitely. I hope you voted for the ashtray. All right. Heard it here, folks. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right. So, guys... We finished the last episode. You have made it to Vorkstag and Grind's Chemical Works or Chemic Works. They spell it weird. I've been calling it Chemic Works because it's like C-H-Y-M-I-C-K or something in the book. I don't know if that was the old-timey way of saying chemical, but uh, I'm going to flip back and forth all episode. So here we are. You rang the bell and you saw a figure on the balcony what do you do as this man approaches? You make yourselves known. He kind of peeks over the, the now this um, this fence around the compound is more of like a large kind of brick wall with big wooden doors at the gate. And he's like kind of peeking over. You can kind of see a shadow behind um, curtains and then the curtains open up. And there stands a lanky man, silvery hair, uh, more so around the temples. He has a very pointed nose and very bushy eyebrows, which are currently turned down in a look of confusion and kind of annoyance at being bothered during the day, during working hours. He wears a kind of... It, well, it's a it's a black fancy jacket, and underneath a really dark purple kind of like buttoned up vest, like double breasted vest. And he reaches the edge of the balcony, peers over, looks at you, and kind of sneers. What do you want? Hello there. We have a few chemical related questions. May we come in? Well, we're, we're not a university. You go ask them for your chemical questions. We have business to do. It's exactly that business that we have questions about. But any questions you have, you can certainly ask from there, and then you can stop bothering me. This conversation would be much better suited in a quiet place. Well, it's louder inside my chemical works than it is outside here. You don't have an office? I certainly have an office. I wouldn't invite a stranger into it. If you're not here for business, I'm not really interested in inviting you into my factory. Hey, listen here, man. We absolutely have business to talk about. And it has everything to do with how you're doing it. And we want answers. That uh, is a, uh, an intimidate check. Go ahead and make one. Yeah, buddy. That's a 12. Not, Jeez, not. that wouldn't even beat his uh, DC in, like, combat. <laughs> let, let alone in, like, a conversation. And he just kind of looks at you and he's like, what does a boy like you even care about business? What? Get out... Get out of here if you're just here to bother me and shout. The boy knows little about business. 
but I know a lot about business. The business of life and death. Your name, or rather the name of your chemical works, has appeared multiple times in a murder investigation. And we have some questions that need answered. <laughs> An investigation, huh? Absolutely. Mm, yes. um, as if the beasts that killed all of those things could be found innocent of these crimes. That's truly funny, my man. I won't be doing any talk about supposed accusations, especially while I'm at work. You can talk to us now and set the story straight, or we can bring what we have to court, and you will get dragged through that public trial. <laughs> oh, my dear girl, it's not as if I don't know many people in this town. I'm not very worried about a bunch of ruffians like you will be saying about me in, in some trial. I'm sure the, the town must love you at this point. You don't know the information that we have. We have connections, too. We may not have been here long, but this case is high profile. We have friends in high places, too. I don't think you want to go against them. And low places. Make an intimidate check. A 16. Yeah, I'll not be, um, be having this conversation any further. You can summon me to court if that's what you choose. I doubt I'll have to go, though, because, well, the entire town knows the beast is guilty of these crimes. And good day, my dear. And he would kind of walk off of the balcony, shutting the windows and curtains behind him. And... Here you are in front of the chemical works. He's not a nice man. No, he's not. Ick. Let's see if we can just get inside anyways. Have we walked around the facility to see if there's any holes? I don't I don't think no, so. Don't At think least we, we didn't talk about that on air. Let's do that. Sure. So go ahead and make uh, perception checks as you uh, cross the perimeter. Or I guess walk around the perimeter. That was worse than my first roll. Three. Eight. Twelve. Twenty. Okay. You don't really see any holes that don't look like you would need to climb up to them. You do see the... Basically, the, the brick fence around looks like it could be climbable. With the twenty, though, you see that... The chimney is probably the only realistic entrance besides the front. And the front, again with your 20, you can see, and it's weird that Eclipse sees this because she's, she's so short. Maybe you see like a, a strange glint in the sun. The perimeter is covered in shards of glass. It's like when you... Um, when you basically bake bricks with with glass in the in them to prevent somebody from climbing, yeah, you probably I probably would have been able to see it because I was probably on Ick's shoulders or something. <laughs> of course, <laughs> nice. But uh, if uh, the chimney is the only real viable place that doesn't look dangerous, which still scares the crap out of me because it's a friggin' chimney. I mean, yeah. When you if you go to examine the chimney, you can make another check. Okay. 
Uh, guys, I, I, I am a little concerned here. Uh, there's definitely glass all over on the other side of this door. Uh, I don't know if we're just having, they're just having some issues with their, uh, potion bottles or what going on here, but they have glass all over, but the chimney looks pretty climbable and so does this wall. A legitimate business definitely doesn't need uh, some sort of, well, crazy security like this. They're, well, I mean, besides being in, in a bit of a shady part of town. I think this is definite means for us to investigate further and enter the building. I mean, they're basically asking for it at this point. I remember in my journeys encountering wandering tribesmen from the land of Osirian, and they would speak of great pyramids. Now, perhaps we recreate these pyramids using our bodies, some sort of human pyramid. <laughs> well, I, I, guess, I guess I'll have to sit out of this one then. No, Ikma, we would be the base. I just have flashes to Matumba and Ekmer and cheerleading outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Rule 34, baby. <laughs> so you can make... Um, I'm jealous. <laughs> are, you, are you not going to do the second perception on the chimney? I do. I do want to make a second perception okay. on that chimney. If she alerts other folks, can we also roll that perception check? Like, focus Yeah, I mean, you here. can look up at the chimney if okay. Eclipse is saying, like, hey, this is probably the best way in. 21. I just keep getting worse, to be honest. Worse than what you have last time? Three? Yep. Nice. Not to one. 19. So. Still an eight. I was, I was really hoping for Eclipse to get back on my shoulders, and I was, I was distracted. Igmar, stop covering my eyes! <laughs> so, Eclipse, you see that this is smooth metal, and it's over 30 feet tall. Oh, fuck. So um, your option here would be go buy a grappling hook and climb, which would still be very slippery, and you can't promise that there's going to be a a good hold. It might take a while or rouse some suspicion. Or we use our rope of climbing, which can, upon command, snake forward, upward, downward in any other direction at 10 feet per round, and also can be commanded to not or unknot itself. Oh! Your only thought there, and trust me, I'm not going to stop you from using the chimney, (laughs) um, is that you get 30 feet up, you could sit on the rim of the chimney, which certainly won't be precarious at all. And then you, I guess you could use it to snake back in, but, yeah. you know, you don't have enough rope to knot it and do that. It's going to be... It, well, maybe. I don't you know. How said, long is it? You said it, it was a six, a 30 feet tall? Thirty. I said over 30. It's going to be 70 feet if you want to go, like, up and back down. I got 60 feet. Well, you could yeah. potentially make that fall. That's true. Well, that's a really good idea, Matumbe. But what if I just put my cloak over the glass and make make it a lot easier to climb over yeah i kind of agree um i've already fallen down one pit today 
I don't think I want to <laughs> fall down the chimney. I mean, it's okay, Machumbe. I can I can take my cloak off and, and I'll still feel okay. All right, that's fine. Just for you guys, though. What? I mean, I wouldn't do it for anybody else. That'd be ridiculous. I thought you and Starl had some chemistry back in the courtroom. Jesus. But it, it's the cloak that's over my armor. I I don't believe I'm revealing much here, Matumbe. Hmm? So then uh, the call is to go through the front door? That's where the glass is. Up to you guys. You gotta make a. That make a that makes sense to me. Uh, Sounds good. Can Eclipse check out like the lock situation? Can I just open the door? Yeah. Um, you can perceive it. Do you have uh, trap finding? Nah. Just a question. I'm gonna keep asking throughout this place. No, no, no trap. Nobody finding. does, right? Can I just stop oh, asking? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Asking. Go ahead. Make a perception check. Uh, well, I rolled uh, rolled a three on that die, so we're not looking hot here. Looks like you. I mean, it would be a decently difficult lock. You don't really think if you if you could pick locks, you don't think it'd, it'd be like the hardest thing in the world. All right, guess who has a couple ranks and disabled device? And I have failed every time, so let's try it one more time. Okay. I believe in you. Uh, I rolled a six, so 11. And you're all standing by the door, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, because okay. Ikmer would be standing there uh, egging me on, apparently, or uh, cheering me on. And I just couldn't concentrate. Everybody make me a fortitude save. Fuck. As you hear this louder-than-life alarm... I'm going to go ahead and use this die that was given to me at our fan meetup by our friend Abby. I haven't rolled it yet. We'll see how it treats me. And if we're all bunched up together, I got my triple shake it off. That's cock, bud. It's so fucking close <laughs> to a natural 20. Hey, natural, oh, natural 17. 17. That takes me up to a 26. 22 for Lyra. I got a 26 too, because I rolled an 18. I rolled a 17 and I got a 26 too. Okay, so you're going to take half of this. But you're not stunned. Good. Might help you leave before stuff happens. You all only take two points of sonic damage, unless you have sonic resistance. And you, once the ringing in your ears stops, not successful at opening that lock, by the way. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You do hear like bustling and and the alarm being raised at the plant. Make a perception check. I say we run around to the backside behind the brick fence and then we jump over the back. Twenty-three. Also a twenty-three. Fifteen. Eight. So Matumbe and Igmer are still a little deafened from that alarm, but 
uh, Eclipse and Lyra, you hear uh, what sounds like a muffled, uh, the voice of the man you were just talking to. And then you hear a door slam open and you hear a chain begin to rattle. And then you hear this deep, deep bark. It's like, and make you hear that make a knowledge nature if you have it uh 14 15 puppies it doesn't sound like any dog or wolf you've ever heard hmm. sounds bigger and wrong well maybe we should try to go at this at a different angle yeah, let's enter initiative now. It's like pure daylight, right? For the, yeah, it's like 4 p.m. All right, Abby Dice. What do you got for me? Ooh, well, Abby's Dice didn't give it to anybody, but I got a netty 20. Uh, I went down to uh, three off the die, so that's an eight. Not great. 15 here. 16. 13. Okay. And yes, I rolled twice. Good. So we got 16 for Lyra. We got 13 for Eclipse. We got, what was your total, Steve? Eight. Eight for Matumbe. And Ick was at? 15. 15. Acting first, you hear a click from the door and then movement behind the gates as one of the gates is kind of pushed slightly ajar you see a shadow move kind of back and then a shadow move forward a much bigger shadow that's all that happens it's Lyra's turn Is this door kind of at a corner, like I could step around a corner and kind of be out of sight? You think you could. You would all be right at the bottom of that map, kind of entering right there. And so you could step right around the corner, or you could make your way down. So you stepped around the corner, Emily. Yeah, yeah. And you doing anything else there? Yeah, she'll just be like around the corner kind of watching... Sounds good. That'll put Ickmer up. All right. Since he is right in front of that door, he would ready his shield and uh, take a peek in. Can you take a peek inside? Yep. Like the door? Mm hmm. The door is still shut, though, right? Nope. Remember, I said it was. Pushed ajar. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'm, I missed that. Alright, well, uh, it's a two. You actually don't even see much, like, through the door. I think you're trying to be so sneaky with it that you barely get a glimpse. You see a couple of figures now. 
Alright, well, through the crack of the door, he is just going to stand at the ready and be defensive. Okay. Eclipse. Alright, I'll take a look through the door. Um, since I've had a little bit better luck There's with not room unless you push it open to get past Ick. We're both standing in front of it. Oh yeah, I guess it's cracked. Yeah, you can. It's cracked in the middle. I was thinking Ickmer's door was the one where you, it was like open a little, so you can look through. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll look through the door though. Not a great perception. My lowest uh, in a bit is sixteen. Yeah, you see three creatures that have this like mottled, just disgusting skin, and they just they look nasty like they've been living in the sewer their entire life and then you see this dog and it's even worse it's like horrifying to you its eyes blaze like this sickly green and you see it's well it it's stitched together and I'm gonna need some help placing these guys So you see the dog is basically right up against the door and you see it, it, it seems like it's like trying to lunge at the door, but it's being held back. And then you see these just grotesque men, one to the north, nearly by the entrance of what looks like through the courtyard, the entrance to the factory, one kind of right by the western wall, and then one by this cart in the eastern wall. Oh boy, guys, it looks like, uh, you know, if if Beast or Larry uh, were a dog, it's in here. This doesn't look good. And there's uh, three men things. Maybe, maybe, maybe human. I don't know. But get ready. Uh, and then I guess Eclipse will make sure she has her battle axe out and ready. Okay. Can I just open the door the rest of the way? So, yeah, you have the, you have the action for that. So I'll push the door the rest of the way open. Yep. The dog lunges at you. Okay. I'll bodyguard that. Okay. It's 20 total. And then you said bodyguard? Yeah. Yeah, that puts me at 20, so meets beats. Meets beats. All right. Damn it. Here, Eclipse. I always feel like a beer helps me in the middle of a fight. Ooh, okay. Um, that's 15 points of damage. Oh, fuck. Oof. Wolf is right. Maybe we turn around. Might be too late. It's Matumbe's turn now. Matumbe, you can see directly in here now with the doors open. All right. Earlier, I rolled a knowledge nature check off of hearing 
the creature. Mm -hmm. Can I roll another knowledge nature for seeing it? I know you typically can't for the same creature more than once. I just don't know if since circumstances have changed, I can. Now that you can see it, you can roll me a knowledge arcana. Okay. And then I also want to roll for the other creatures as well. Okay. That would be a uh, knowledge local. Okay. First one is my arcana. 24. 24 should do it fine. Um, you know this is a flesh golem hound. Okay. Now you will get you'll get two questions about it. So a flesh golem hound, Eclipse was right because Larry is a flesh golem. It's a dog version of that, essentially. Interesting. Uh, the basic, but weaknesses and resi- and uh, weaknesses and uh, what else? Special attacks, maybe. I like special mm-hmm. attacks, but um, what did you? What was the first one? Resistances. Yeah, definitely. Let's just go with weaknesses and special attacks. You want to go resistances and special attacks because in Pathfinder, most stuff doesn't have a weakness. Sure. Okay, that sounds good. So it's special attacks. It's got a bite and two slams, uh, and. It can go berserk, which is not going to be good for you if it does. The special defenses it has, it has DR. It's got construct traits. Oof. And it's completely immune to magic. So okay. anything that rec- that has spell resistance... Antagonize. Completely unaffected by. So those construct traits, it's like... There's a ton of them, but it's immune to, like, basically any mind-affecting. It's immune to all fortitude saves, unless those fortitude saves can affect an object. It, um... It it basically... You would know from construct traits, the DR's adamantine. Okay. Um, Some other goodies in there that, if you're thinking about it, you know them, so you can... All right, um, and then I would like to roll my knowledge local on the other guys. 29 total. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you everything about them because <laughs> they're, not, they're not particularly rare or anything. These are mongrel men. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of like, they've got tusks and insect chitlin and matted fur and scaly flesh and stuff. They... They're disgusting. Yeah. They're um, they're humanoids. They've got dark vision, low light vision, perception. You probably don't care about that. What you care about is their um, special abilities and their resistances. They don't really have any resistances here or special weaknesses. They generally use clubs, which you can see these are using. And they have sound mimicry, which won't really come into play here, but they can mock voices. So really kind of bog standard. You don't think they're going to be anything's going to be super effective on them, but you don't think they're going to be resistant to anything either. You do know that, yes, you've been fighting a lot of undead and these look weird, but they're certainly not undead. Okay. So after learning all of that stuff, thankfully talking is a free action because Matume is going to dump about three minutes of exposition in six seconds. (laughs) 
just uh, everything that, that he knows about them, he just starts spewing, and he ends with, I believe this dog creature is some way related to our friend Larry, but do not use magic on it. It is completely ineffectual. Um, and he's in a bad spot, honestly. I'm right behind Ikmer and Eclipse there in between me and actually hitting this guy. I can't hit him around a corner or anything weird. Um, hmm, not good. I don't know. I guess I guess I'm just going to go to Batumbe's base. Uh, he's, a, he's a ranged powerhouse. Yeah. And uh, he knows about the DR on the Flesh Golem dog, but there's a mongrel man within sight of him in line of sight. And so he's going to fire an acid splash. Okay. So he reaches out with his book, a big green gobulet. It looks almost like phlegm kind of flies out at him. Um, it's a ranged touch attack and Ikmer's in the way. So I think that's a, what, a plus four? Uh, he, he would have uh, soft cover. Okay. So you factored that in? Yeah. going to be a 15 range touch attack. Yep, that'll do. All right, here comes some fucking nice. huge damage. I'm going high, medium, low on this D6 for the D3. All right. Low. Okay. One point of acid damage. Oh, boy. I better not put that on number one or I'm going to get confused. <laughs> okay, so Matumbe made a knowledge check. He attacked. Is he moving at all? Or did he move up just there? He didn't move, but I, I don't think that I would. If everybody else is still here. Sounds good. Back to the top of the order. And you hear the mongrelman like, Oh, get out of here. We can only control this this thing for so long. You better leave. And the one attempts to pull the... Um, well, I guess he, he lets the dog basically stay at the threshold. So he's using his action to kind of grapple it back. He's not doing well, you can tell. He's like slipping on this on on the chain that's holding this dog. Uh, the other two ready actions for if you enter the courtyard. The dog, however, uh, let's see. You can see both Eclipse and Ikmer. I think it's going to attack, full round attack at Ikmer. It's going to use its uh, two slams. All right, one's a 25. Uh, that's the only one that's going to hit, then. Okay. I th- figure the uh, 17 wouldn't. Correct. He is, fight- uh, he is fighting, def- or he's being defensive. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, 25 just barely touches you, then, I'm guessing. Um, and you're going to you take... You mean he touches Ikmer? Yeah, he kind of, like, slams his shoulder into Ikmer. For 10 points of damage. Cool. That is their turn. It's Lyra's turn. I guess I better help you guys out. And Lyra is going to head back over by the party and then she is going to start performing. So, inspiring courage for all. Perfect. Ikmar, what you doing? Well, I can't exactly say that I've fought things like you before, but that doesn't mean I can't take you down now. 
He calmly explains to the beast. <laughs> All right. Does a... 22 hit. It will. 11. You feel like not a lot of that cut through. Okay. Eclipse, you're up. Ick, you should use the tankard. Uh, but then I'm going to slash at it with uh, my battle axe because I don't have an adamantian weapon. Sounds good. I think Hickmer's going to take blade and tankard style. <laughs> Get that uh, adamantine tankard enchanted. All right. That's going to be a 21. Yep. Awesome. It's an unarmored dog here, folks. You're going to be able to hit it. Yeah, I only do 12 damage, though, so... Not a lot goes through. Right. Alrighty. Matumbe. Um, my options are very limited here. Oh, I think it should be noted that I am drinking a full-life lager from Forehands. Also from our great-great friends, Mary Grace and Brandon. Thank you. Do you have the other beer over there? Yeah. I'll take it. It is a long boat. Oh, Jesus. Log Boat Brewing Company Bobber. It says, keep your paddle wet. Oh, my paddle is only just beginning to get wet. If. <laughs> Can you use an aid another action to boost somebody's AC? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that just hit a DC 10? Or do I have to do nope, something else? It is just a standard action. Yep. Oh. Well, um, Matumbe is going to... Um, I don't I don't even know <laughs> how this would work in-game, but, like, braces behind Ikmer or something to uh, bolster Ikmer's defenses and say, Cut him down with the tanker, boy. I'll help you out back here. And that would be my turn. So now it is their turn. The poor, poor mongrel man warned you. So one runs into, um, back into the factory, the one in the back, the one to the far north, and the one to the west charges into Eclipse, not mechanically, just runs in and attacks her. I'm going to use the bodyguard. Two on the die, so you'll be fine. Um, two more attacks coming at you, Ekmer. Cool. It's not bad. That's going to be a 32. And uh, the other one probably won't hit. I think that's only a 21. Correct. Just the one then. Eighteen points of damage. Uh, 
That hurt. Uh, the final mongrelman is going to uh, come up behind the dog, dropping his club as he does so, and he um, pulls out a light crossbow, and he will be firing into combat, so this likely won't be very good. He's going to shoot at Eclipse. Take into account I'm also small. That will be... It's only going to be a 16 even without your cover bonus, so I don't think he'll hit. Will not hit. Okay, that is their turn. Lyra, you're up. Lyra will continue singing, and on top of that, she'll say, Why don't you pick on something more like you? And her tone of her singing will change slightly, and it sounds more like it's calling something. Okay. Okay. Are you trying to get Larry eaten to death? What? Pick on something more like you? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, no, no. You'll see. But she is still singing. Very rude. Ickmer's up. All right. Let's got to do it again. Coming after, uh, or um, actually, what am I talking about? He's going to drop his longsword, pull out his tankard. Okay, this will take a minus four penalty for being an improvised weapon. Just fair warning. But it's an unarmored dog. And it does, what, like, tankard, we'll call it a D6 of damage. It's a D3, D3. plus six. Gotcha. Does a 12 hit? No. Eclipse, you're up. Unless you want to move, Ikmer. Actually, you you drew your tankard, so you can't. I mean... Yeah, I'm gonna just keep trying to hit it. And hopefully we look like we're hurting it at some point. Also, guys, uh, I'm... Not exactly feeling that great. This thing is pretty cool. Or it's pretty good at hitting things. I got a natural 20. Okay, roll to confirm. And for the first time in hideous laughter history, don't say anything. Matumbe uses an ability called Judicious Force. When you are an ally within 10 feet, makes a critical threat with a melee or ranged attack. As an immediate action, you may add plus four to the confirmation roll. Nice. Somehow I've never been in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) That puts it at a 15. Nope. Come on! Roll the two. You do hit. Ah. Man, if only my keen longsword actually did something. 18 damage. 18 damage. I still got max damage. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Nice. Nice. Okay. Matumbe. Okay. Um, again, we're in this we're in this log jam. Ikmer and Eclipse are facing down through a 10-foot wide door with a dog and a uh, disgusting abomination man. Uh, my magic is trash. There's really not much I can do except to continue to boost Ikmer. So that's exactly what he's going to do because Ikmer's taking some nasty hits. Okay. Whispering sweet nothings in his ear. Are you are you just boosting him with aid, or are you using yeah. like a spell on him? I'm not using a spell. Okay. You put a spell on me? No. 
You put a spell on me Now two hits are coming at Eclipse I'm going to uh, do my thing on both of those. I forgot what it's. Uh, bodyguard. Okay, so a 25 and a 22. Damn it. They both definitely hit. Okay, Eclipse, this is going to hurt. Did this come from the dog? Yeah. Oof. 15 on the first one. 20 on the second one. Yikes. Mongerman is- attacks Eclipse. Guess who's running if she's alive? This is becoming problematic. 17 on the die goes to a 21. Yeah. Uh-huh. Five points of damage. Last one. Um... I think he's just going to bolster behind the rest of the group. He's realized that his crossbow is kind of useless in this scenario. And that's their turn. He's just going to ready in case somebody gets through the line. Lear, you're up. All right. So on Lyra's turn, she whistles out a last few notes and a dog appears. Where does it appear? It's going to be right uh, next to the dog and also one of the creepy men, so it gets a flank with Eclipse. Okay. And um, do I act first or does the dog act first? I don't care. Okay. I think there's actually an order to that, but it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, I Lyra would do a heal check to see who is hurting more Eclipse or (laughs) Ikmer only a nine I don't care if you tell her I'm at four hit points oof (laughs) I don't think we need to go any farther than that You guys are about Yikes. out of uh, healing, too, huh? A I lot still, more to this. Yeah, I still have a few spells. Um, so with that, Lyra will take a five-foot step up, but be diagonal next to Eclipse, and then she's going to cast Cure Moderate. Okay. I was like Emily's, like, that's okay face, which is always like this. She's never like, yes, but she's always like, eh, that's okay. That's decent. We can always tell what she rolls before she even, like, before Absolutely she says. Absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, you'd be great on a stream because everything you do, it's like everybody knows exactly what you rolled when you uh, make the face. I do not have a good poker face, but I did roll uh, a total of 13 hit points for you. So you're only Thank potentially you. one hit away from unconscious now. Instead of one from dead. And then the dog. So my dog is going to attempt to smite evil against. Oh, yes. Yes. If that's possible. It's possible. Sweet. Nice. Okay. So my dog smiting evil is going to bite at the other dog. And. For people who don't know, why can it smite evil? 
Because it's a celestial dog. Beautiful. Unfortunately, I rolled horribly. Six. Nope, plus two. <laughs> with a, uh, wow, total. Oh boy. Yep, that was total. Yeah, that was bad. Yep. That's horrible. Ikmer, you're up. All right. Gonna do his thing. He's gonna shoot, baby. Hell yeah, that is a nat 20. All right, roll to confirm, buddy. For the second time this entire game, Matumbe uses judicious force to give you a plus four <laughs> yes. to his roll. Yes. Fuck 16. Yeah. Woo. Total or? Off the die. Oh, off, off the, the die. die. That should hit. That should confirm that crit. Hell yeah. Okay. That's a guaranteed 12 damage of Enamantian. Yes, it is. And then you have to roll your two D6s, right? Yep. So the first D6 is a four. So that would be two. Next one's a six for three. So five plus what? 12. 17 points of damage? Yes. Beautiful. For the first time this fight, that, that thing... Did that include Inspire Courage, by the way? Yes. Okay. Looks like it didn't enjoy that. Well, I'm right here. What do you got? Eclipse, you're up. If you crit him too, I might just have to roll to see which one of you I down. My, yeah, I guess, uh, man, ugh, I'm in this state of do I stay, but I, I'm one of the few that could do damage, so guess I will. I did a couple natural 20. I'm not yeah! For the <laughs> third time this game, Matuba uses judicial force. And you're flanking. Can you use that multiple times? Yeah, is that, is it just always on? We have talked about this. Um, I can use it as many times as are equal to my intelligence modifier. It's okay, supposed yeah. To, so it's you supposed got it a couple times. It's yeah. supposed to key off the Inquisitor's wisdom modifier, but mine is zero, and my class is not actually built off of wisdom like a regular Inquisitor, and we've talked about that, and you're it cool with it. making a fucking face. So yep. What's the deal? I got 18 on the die. Okay, that should confirm. Yes. Might punch through a little DR. Thirty points of damage. Yes. Ooh. I might punch you a little. <laughs> a little bit. But now he has to roll off on which one he hits. Yeah, see you later, guys. Can <laughs> <laughs> the dog be included in that? <laughs> oh, that massive DPS the dog's putting up. <laughs> yeah, two are coming at uh, Eclipse because she surprisingly actually did more damage than Nickmer did. One's oh, I bought a one. Bodyguard. The other one is a 25. Fuck. Damn it. Seventeen points of damage. Hey, guess how many health I had? 
Negative three. I had 17. Oh, oh. staggered and up. Uh, so the other guy sees that and he's going to attempt to hit you. Ugh. Just to put you down. It's an Addy three. Won't do. Nice. Uh, I would have bodyguard that retroactively, but. <laughs> well, don't. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. The other one starts shouting. Mr. Vorkstag, Mr. Grind, you need to come down here. We got trouble. And he runs into the um, into the factory as well. Attack of opportunity from the dog. Go for it. You're right. <laughs> Eleven. Nope. Not even a mongrel man. My dog's trying. Ooh, he's trying. But that Lyra's up. All right, Lyra will stop singing, but it's lingering. And then Eclipse is not looking so great. So another cure moderate. Nice. Yeah, That's so perfect. <laughs> Lyra would bend down and just touch Eclipse's shoulder, and a blue wave of light emanates out. And she is healed 17 points. Nice. Man, the healing just washes right over her. <laughs> like waves. Exactly. <laughs> there and are then... so many puns to be had. Haley's skin becomes to... Eclipse's skin starts to look like a river rock because it's been hit by so much water. Is that a good one, Brooks? I, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to I was trying to go as anti-joke as I could for him. <laughs> that was pretty good though. I guess as far as an anti-joke. And then my dog is going to attack. Twenty-three. Twenty-three from the dog? Yeah. Take your smiting off. Cause it's not evil. Oh. It's still a twenty-three. Oh yeah, you're smiting the well, it would only add your charisma, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that hits. But don't add it to your damage. Nice. Good job, dog. Let's see if I can get through the DR. Six damage. It still appears to be up after that fatal blow. Nearly fatal blow. Ikmer, you're up. All right. He's going to do what... Well, not necessarily he does best, but he does... Okay. Try to hit it. Let's go, Seventeen on the die. Brings it to. That should hit. Yes. Uh, plus four. Twenty-two. No. Uh. Twenty-one. Yes. Points of damage. No. Uh, to two hit. hit. I told you it hit with oh. the seventeen on the die. Okay. Well, you said it should hit. Um. Anyways, did get the six. Uh, six on the die. So, that is going to be nine points of adamantine damage. And it dies. Yes! But don't get out of initiative yet. time, Ikmer. No, you're not going to want to get out of initiative yet. Because I'm going to need another mini. Ooh. What does it look like? It looks like the man from the balcony. Uh, Oh, you guys, you know... Decided to go right in the front door. 
So stay in initiative here. That's the radioactive skeleton that gave me at Gen Con for buying core rulebook. There is no balcony because they both ran there. Did one of them run to a different area? I just put him inside. I don't. I mean, yeah, I, those just, are you would have lost him inside. Yeah, to move him. Oh, I was, I was, I was under the impression that that was level above. So the vats. Um, the door is still closed. You don't see anyone else. There's still mongrelmen out here. Igmer just scored a big hit. Eclipse, you're up. And there's a mongrel in front of me. So I'm going to try and destroy his ass. Sounds about right. Nice. Not super high. Uh, with a 15? 15 will hit the mongrel man. Oh, neat. Okay. Yes. Guys, we're fighting commoners. I didn't realize this. Cut him up. 16 points of damage. Dope. Just kills him. Nice. (laughs) Matumbe, you're up. You don't see anything yet. Okay. So now there's no more enemies in the courtyard, um, but Ikmer and Eclipse are both kind of hurting a little bad. They're right in front of him. So he's going to kind of push his way between the two of them and and take one step into the courtyard, be right in front of them, and say, Steal yourselves. I do not believe the last wave of enemies has crested upon us yet. Um, And is total defense a standard or full? I believe that it is a standard action, but let me check. Total defense is a standard action, and it will give you a plus four dodge bonus to your AC for one round. All right, so yeah, basically he steps in front of Ikmer and Eclipse and basically readies his shield and his book kind of like an impenetrable wall in front of him and is ready to uh, take the next hit wherever it comes from. You see the door open, and you see the same man from the balcony And you see that it wasn't just finery he had on him. He also had many vials. And as as his fine jacket has come off at this point, and he's just got his kind of rolled up sleeves and his purple vest, you see daggers, you see vials, and more importantly, you see what's in his hand, which is a bomb that he hurls into the center of the party. And this is really going to hurt. So before we get here, I need everybody to finish their drinks, because we'll see you next week. Oh, Oh, shit. shit.